Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys, welcome back. This is your Vitality Coach and you're listening to episode 26. Coming back to you from Sunshine Coast in Australia after three amazing weeks in Hawaii, interviewing uh, some really inspirational people, writing about travel fitness, going to give you my top tips on how you can stay healthy and have a great time in um, Waikiki, Maui and Kauai as well. So I look forward to getting that mini guide out to you. This episode is a really special episode where I get to interview one-on-one Dr. John Martini, a leader, um, a thought provoker. You know, he's one of the people that absolutely practices what he preaches. I've had a really interesting time interviewing John. There'll be a video coming out as well with the interview and this podcast also includes a transcribe of the podcast on my show notes, vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 26. It's a real privilege to be able to interview people like John who have a combination of intelligence, passion, and vision for what they're doing, and they always make time for others. So I really hope that you're inspired and engaged by this podcast. I'd love your comments and feedback. If you'd like to hear more as well, all the links for John's site will be on the show notes, as well as some points that you can go to for extra resources on how you can create the life that you want. As always, I like to read out reviews on iTunes, and I want to thank the healthy mom from Canada who left a fantastic review. Thank you so much. I've listened to dozens of health and fitness podcasts, she says, and this is by far the best. Nikki provides factual advice, interviews with interesting experts, and practical tools that can be applied immediately to your lifestyle. She focuses on mental, spiritual, and physical aspects of health through an upbeat and inspirational lens. I'd highly recommend this podcast to anyone interested in personal health and wellness. Thank you so much. Uh, You know, so nice to hear that kind of feedback. And I love the fact that you use the words factual, practical, um, and the fact that it can be applied immediately. That's exactly what I'm trying to get across with these podcasts, that you can walk away from listening to this and think, right, what am I going to do from this information that's going to empower me to be my personal best? How can I apply this to my lifestyle right now to look and feel fantastic and to make the changes without turning back? So thanks so much for leaving that iTunes review. I really, really appreciate it. I'm going to be putting that on the testimonials as well on my website. So keep an eye out for your name on there. Um, And don't forget, drop me a comment as well. I'll be posting out some of my inspiration cards as a special thank you for those that have reviewed and left comments. Make sure that you email me your postal address as well. All right, let's get into episode 26, my interview with Dr. John Martini on how you can create the life that you want. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast and video interviews. I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore, the Vitality Coach and your host, and it's an absolute pleasure and quite a unique advantage to be sitting here side by side by, with Dr. John Martini. So welcome, John. Thank you. Thank you for being in Australia yet again, inspiring, you know, I would say thousands of people this, this visit. Would that be right? Yep, I've been blessed. You've been blessed, exactly. And that's, and that's something I hear John say a lot. It's not that he has to do this. He's on this mission, a blessed mission to share the level of accountability um, and empowerment and leadership that you can provide to others to live their best life? Well, <clears throat> I believe that everybody deep inside, in the true core of their being, 
has something amazing to contribute to the world. Um, as I've traveled and asked people, how many of you want to make a massive difference and do something extraordinary and do something amazing with their life, every hand goes up. So my observation is that it's innate inside us to make a massive contribution and do something and want to make a, um, do something we love in life and be ourselves. I always say there's no fantasy that we could ever impose ourselves that's more powerful or more meaningful than being our most important self, our true self. So what I do is I try my best to assist people in waking that up and giving permission, giving themselves permission to just go out and do it. Exactly. And, and give them the tools on how they can go and do something amazing, whether it's raising a beautiful family or whether it's running a major business or whether it's doing some social cause or, or maybe going and getting an Olympic medal or whatever it may be, spiritual quest. It doesn't matter, but whatever is true for them, I'm interested in helping them fulfill that, whatever it is. And, and let's start off with that true for them um, you know, point. We're going to talk about authenticity, we're going to talk about leadership, and we're going to talk about accountability today. But on, on this first thing, I think that a lot of people struggle with finding what their true meaning is going to be or what that true north is and that real determination that makes you go after something you know, unwaveringly. So you might even give up your job for it because you, tru you truly know that it's what you're meant to do. So when we talk about authentic self and living your higher self, uh, and what you do, how do you find, or what would be the three key questions you think someone could ask themselves to say, what is going to be my true north? You know, what would be a, a short way that people could sit there and say, I need to figure out what resonates with me, not what I see out there, but how do you find people connect with what really resonates for their own values and their own true north? <clears throat> well, the first thing I do, uh, I just recently published a book called The Values Code. Yes. And it's a very important uh, message, I believe, in the book. Because every human being lives by a set of priorities, a set of values, things that are most important to least important in their life. Whenever they set goals and intentions that are congruent and aligned with what's truly highest on their values, what's truly most important, what they're inspired from within to do, uh, they wake up their purpose. They wake up what they can't wait to get up in the morning and do. Their highest value would the ancient Greeks called the telos. And this telos was the meaning, most meaningful and purposeful thing they could be fulfilling. This is their identity. And so the authentic self and their purpose is really the same expression. And many people are so accustomed to subordinating to people around them, either society or individuals or maybe the herd instinct of the group, and shutting down what really is meaningful to them. And they try to be somebody they're not and hold themselves back and shrink instead of expand and do something amazing by just being themselves. Yeah. And when they, when they access that highest value and they set goals that are really congruent with that, they can't wait to get up in the morning and do it. Exactly. So if a person looks at what's truly important to their life, their life's demonstrating it. Yeah. And so often they're, they're comparing themselves to other people and thinking it should be this instead of honoring the magnificence of what's really true for them. And that's the, that's, so that's the first thing, finding out what that highest value is. Then mapping out and strategizing either from within their own understanding or maybe through help of assistance um, how to how to put a strategy together and how to bring that to the world you know I had a woman the other day in my program and she said uh, I want to make a difference and I said well that's vague what difference and she says I want to make a difference in kids what difference in kids uh, I want to help kids that are having challenges in education I want to give them um, tools on how they can excel I said, so is this something that happened in your life? She said, it's something in my child's life. 
I said, and so the, it's woke inside you something meaningful. He says, yes. So we then narrowed it down to children. We narrowed it down to people that have learning issues. Then so what specific are you going to do to make that happen? And we kept asking quality questions because the quality of our lives is based on the quality of the questions we ask. I kept asking her quality questions that narrowed down and got really specific. And then all of a sudden we nailed it and she got tears in her eyes. And then she was speechless for a moment. And she says, that's it. That's what I want to do more than anything in the world. And that was for a moment her authentic self. That was the thing that she was inspired to do. And that was the thing that she had been demonstrating in her life, the work effort toward. When you access that, you have now access to the keys that make great leaders, the keys to leave immortal legacies, the keys to make the big difference in the world, to make history in the world. Accessing that, you're not now needing motivation. Motivation is always a symptom, never a solution. It's inspiration, the calling from within that is activated when you get that. So I just asked her questions so she could get strategic on what she was going to do and how she was going to do it and where she was going to do it and who she was going to do it. And then once you do that, her self-worth goes up. People's self-worth rises to the to empowered states, and they feel worthy enough to receive. And it's important for people to invest in themselves and value themselves and pay themselves for doing great service. So their, their altruistic service is balanced by their own narcissistic cause, so they are balanced. So they have sustainability so they can continue to have the drive to continue to do some amazing things. Yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest barriers also when someone, perhaps in a family environment or with peers and colleagues, they, they might announce that they're going to do this, they've found their true calling, they're going to, and they get criticized because it's this herd mentality where people naturally challenge you on your conviction. So you need to be prepared that you'll be challenged once you start to live your conviction because it's going to threaten others that maybe haven't found that or don't have the courage or anything else. So part of the tools that you give people in these courses is to understand that once you've found your true north, be prepared that you will be tested. Well, anybody who's authentic, because every human being with their set of values has a unique set. So whenever you're authentic, you're going to be unique. And people who are unique originate what is called an unborrowed vision. Uh, original ideas that serve. And when they do, the reigning paradigm is challenged. But they're making something new. And every human being has a tendency to project their values onto you and try to get you in a way that that will support their values. So if you don't empower your own life, you're going to be having overpowerment from other people. So the key is to basically be authentic. Know that when you're getting challenged, that's a sign you're on track. Exactly. The only people that get are really challenged and criticized like that are people really focusing and doing something amazing. I always say if you're not on purpose, if if you're not getting crucified, you're not on purpose. And and when you get that, just know that that's going to make you stronger. That's going to make you uh, stand more clear. It's going to make you do the due diligence and the details and the studies and whatever it takes to fulfill your mission. So they're helping you actually on the way, exactly, not in the exactly. way. Yeah. The master always sees things on the way, not, not in the way. And they become masters of their destinies, not victims of their histories. So the quality of your life is based on those questions. It's wise to ask questions. How specifically is whatever is happening in my life? How has it helped me fulfill what's most meaningful to me? If you see that and answer that, nothing can stop you. And I think this is a beautiful segue to people that perhaps have decided to uh, follow up on their journey and they want to maybe start their new business or they want to be a coach or whatever it is. And I want to talk to you a little bit about leadership because we've got an industry and a world at the moment that's very much about coaching and weight loss and, you know, inspiration, motivational speakers. There's so many books you can buy. And what I'd like to do is really cut through the clutter for people and say, you need to decipher 
excellence in the industry and authentic leaders and authentic coaches that are not only professional, but are going to give you empowering advice that you won't really need them anymore. Because a great coach will give you the tools that you can be self-sustaining, which I think is what resonates with me when you know I hear and, and listen to your books and, and definitely the way that you coach people in your, in your um, sessions and the people you bring in. One of the things that would be great from this podcast and from this video is to learn how to find great leaders or coaches that you can maybe get you to ask those questions. So in, in sort of criteria for finding those, is that about recognizing authenticity in a leader or someone you're going to ask advice from? Well, <clears throat> somebody who is inspired by what they do, there's an energy about that that you can pick up. Uh, their life continuously demonstrates that. It's not an act for the, for the, for the moment. It's something that's their life. It's their mission. And when you meet people like that, they usually are demonstrable um, that way. I know for myself, uh, when people say, well, that was a great performance at a talk, and I said, I never think of it as a performance. I'm just thinking I'm sharing from my heart what, I'm, what my message is. But they're accustomed to people you know, putting on an act and then coming off and being different. If, if, you're, the, if you're the same 24 hours a day, you're being authentic. If what you, if you're in private life or public life or at night or day or whatever, if you're the same, you know you've, you've got that. So if you hang out with people and you're finding it saying if they're authentic, that the more you hang out with them, the more you're going to see the same pattern. And you know you've got somebody that's dedicated to the thing and their life's demonstrating it. Their history's demonstrating it. Their actions are demonstrating it. Um, their outcomes are demonstrating it. And that's what counts. So... Uh, you, you, in the industry, in, this, in the world of education, uh, you have a whole gradation of people that yes. are inspired and they stand the test of time. And you've got others that are, that are temporarily motivated or trying something or a gimmick or whatever. And um, your, your intuition is always guiding you to the most authentic you. And, and your intuition will also guide you on who those leaders are. But you can't put your hand in the pot of glue without some of the glue sticking. You can't surround yourself with great beings without your greatness awakening. So surrounding yourself with people or participating in it. And I would say a great teacher is somebody not imparting only, uh, not trying to make them, the, the student, dependent on them, like an umbilical cord plugging in. Uh, it's to set them free to be themselves and yeah. do something amazing. The success of a teacher, I, I have to share a story. When Lao Tzu was passing, the, the, the Chinese philosopher, uh, there were six, one of the stories, I mean, legends, one of the stories was they had six students around him, the key people that were really his biggest students. And just like uh, when Socrates was with his hemlock and he had his students around, they asked him, how can we honor you as a teacher? And he said to him something that's been kind of my, my model since I heard it. And that was, go out and do the most extraordinary thing of your life and go out and become a master and leader in whatever field that you're inspired to do and leave your mark and leave your legacy in the world being the most authentic you and empower your life to go out and make the contribution that you really in your heart dream about doing and let nothing stop you from it let no person, no place, no nothing on the outside ever stop you from your mission and each of the six people went out according to legend and did that they made their all marks in history and that was their way of saying thank you to the teacher. And the teacher obviously gave them their power and didn't make them dependent, or otherwise it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. 
and and that's great. So, I mean, if you if you are in a process now where you're really engaging with authentic leaders, I mean, don't forget you can connect with like-minded people. Maybe in your inner circle, you didn't even you weren't even aware of. So start opening your eyes up to who around you you find to be inspiring. Uh, it could even be friendship level or colleagues, or make a list of people that you find engaging with qualities that you want that you think you know you'd love to have as well. And another thing that's, that I think is very helpful, in, the, in my program called The Breakthrough Experience, yes. I um, have an exercise I do on Sundays, because we usually do it on the weekend, sometimes a week, but most of the weekends. On Sunday afternoon, I have each of the attendants write down the most powerful people on earth that have ever lived, that are either presently living or have ever lived. The greatest uh, minds, they may be Nobel Prize winners, great achievers, great thinkers, great philosophers, the greatest business leaders, the people that have mass, massive companies or have contributed vast services to the world, the greatest financiers, the people who have mastered the art of mastering their emotions and learning how to build wealth, the master family and dynasty leaders, the master, master social political leaders or celebrities, the master physical fitness and health and Olympiads, or the master spiritual teachers on the planet that have left their marks and changed millions or billions of people's lives. To take the most powerful people and write down the, trail, the, the 25 most positive and tra negative traits they can think about the person. The things they admire most and are challenged by most about the person. And then go and find out where and when they demonstrate those traits and don't stop listing where and when they do it until they own all those traits. They will discover that nothing's missing in them. I've done this on a quarter of a million people. Nothing's missing in them. And the only reason they're playing small relative to these people is because they think there's something missing. And as long as they think they have something less than somebody that they admire, they'll subordinate to them, they'll sacrifice for the person and inject the values of others and cloud the clarity of their own mission. But once they own the traits and realize that there's nothing they see in them that they admire they is missing themselves. in them, yeah. when they realize that and they're not too humble to admit what they see in them is inside themselves, they give themselves permission to play on the same field of possibility. And then instead of sitting in the shadows of greats, they're standing on the shoulders of giants. And, and I think that's, you know, you've touched on the most important point about all of this that you're doing, is that everything we have is within us. We just don't have personal faith and we've lost this connection, this intuition. And most people are asking, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? They don't trust their own judgment anymore. And so if by teaching and learning and coming to events like this and empowerment, you can start to trust your own judgment and just try it out for a week where you don't ask anyone else's opinion, you just listen to your own opinion. It's a really empowering experience. I had a lovely teacher. Uh, his name was Lakishwaram. He had six PhDs at age 35. Very bright guy. That's formidable. Yeah, very, very bright guy. And I was his student, one of his students. And I would ask him lots of questions because it was an opportunity to learn a lot from him. And finally, he looked me straight in the eye and he said, John, you have a very ingenious mind. And he says, I want to teach you something that you will carry for the rest of your life. Whatever you're asking me a question, instead of waiting for my answer, make your own decision first. Then when you hear me, you will discover that what I say, you probably intuitively knew. If that's the case, and if at least 80% of those answers are identical, then don't ask me any more questions because you already know. Trust yourself. That was very meaningful because I eventually kind of broke off from what he was doing. And um, some of the students were upset because why would you break away from this thing? thing? And I started to do my own thing. And he respected and honored me for doing that because that was his dream to see me go out and do that. And we became a, a different type of dynamic, kind of a colleague friends instead of student teacher. Yeah. And um, he ended up then attending some of my classes. 
And I felt very honored to have him in my class, and he was taking notes, and I was learning from him, and we became colleagues instead of a, a subordinate. And that was the gift that he gave me by helping me realize that, that if, I, if I see something in somebody else, I have it within me, and if I trust their opinion, that means I have the power to trust my own. And once I go and dig and be, be truthful with myself, that answer was always there. And I think that's just a beautiful message um, you know, to take away right now if you're listening to this or you're watching us or you're reading about this as well, maybe just take a moment to just be blessed for all the knowledge and the intelligence and all your experiences to date because you probably know more than you ever give yourself credit for. And I think we, you know, we're always constantly trying to appease others, but if you just give yourself a moment to really rise up and go for a fresh walk or take a break or whatever you're doing and recognize that you have this incredible power to be whatever you put your heart and mind and soul into. To create the life you want. <clears throat> well, I, I feel when you, when you actually access that authentic self and you get really clear on what's truly most important and you give yourself permission to start moving in the direction and prioritizing your life and delegating other lower priority things to other people they're inspired to do and go out and give yourself permission to do the most ABCs, not the XYZs, and you start growing your self-worth, um, there starts to awaken inside you a feeling of presence and destiny it's impossible for me not to fulfill this mission. It's my destiny. And you'll feel it's not in the future. It's not just an imagination. You'll feel it's being done. You'll feel it's live. And then you'll understand the great principle that it's not the destination, it's the journey. You feel that in your daily walk, you're fulfilling this mission. And it, it, it's almost a feeling it's already making. It's already happening. Yeah, exactly. and, and the magic of that is that you start synchronizing people, places, things, ideas, and events to come into your life to help you fulfill this in ways that are so amazing and so synchronous that you just go, there's destiny manifesting again. So you take command with your free will with destiny. As long as you're infatuated with somebody and trying to change you relative to them, or resentful to somebody and trying to change them relative to you, you're distracted from being the most authentic you. Putting people in pedestals and putting people in pits is keeping you from putting, in their, putting them in your heart. The moment they're in your heart and you own all the traits and have reflective awareness, there's nothing stopping you from allowing that, that mission to come out. And uh, the voice and the vision on the inside becomes louder than opinions on the outside. It is resonating, isn't it? And you can feel it through your veins. I mean, that's the thing. People probably ask you, how do you have all your energy? And how can you constantly be on the road? And you're meeting thousands of people every week. Because it's part of who you are. It's your DNA. It gives you energy back. It's fulfilling to see others actually live their destiny and write to you and say, you've changed my life. But they changed it. You know, they were given a tool to shift internally, right? Yeah, when somebody comes up to me and they say, oh, you're amazing or something, I say, I hold up a mirror, and I said, there's no way you could see that in me if that wasn't you. So just now, whatever you said to me, go home and stand in front of the mirror and say that to you. That if you're inspired by me, you're inspired by you. Go and do that and watch what happens. And put that as your new statement for yourself every day. And um, people go, oh, okay. They stop and think about that, and they go, oh, that's true in that. But I really believe that, that people have something truly inspiring and something amazing to contribute to the world. And the moment they become authentic, they empower themselves, they love themselves, and they automatically waken up the natural born leader that draws other people, not to subordinate, but to participate in the manifestation of their dream. And that's right. And, you know, a leader doesn't have to be in a typical sense of the word. You could be a beautiful leader in your family, in your community, in the role that you do. You don't have to put a label on what that necessarily means, but you'll find your place. It was Rose Kennedy. I, I had the opportunity. I had a patient that came into my office, 
that had a father who was friends with the Kennedy family. And the Kennedy family gave him a particular book uh, on magnetism. And she get, he gave it to the daughter, and the daughter didn't really understand it. It was a little bit complex. But she thought I might appreciate it. So she gave me this book, and in there, as I was reading this book, I saw Rose Kennedy, the, the, the mother of the Kennedy family, her mission statement was actually in the book. Wow. That she had penned herself in the book. And when I read that, it says, I dedicate my life to raising a family of world leaders. So here is a woman dedicated to family, changing the world. So it really doesn't matter where you came from, what you started from, what you're going through. What matters is what your dream is. And if you are willing to live an authentic life and allow yourself permission to do something extraordinary, uh, the reality is it's yours. Exactly. And I think that the wonderful blessing about how you communicate that is that you're constantly asking people to interact. You're, constantly, you're not presenting to people. None of the presenters that you choose are like that. They're all saying, listen, we've been there, we've done it. We're actively showing you our examples. Step up. You know, it's time to take accountability and to actively live. So one of the other things that we talk about often and I'd like to discuss with you is how you get those goals of yours off paper and into, into daily life. And it just starts with actually doing something and believing it. <clears throat> I, I create a program every year called Master Planning for Life. And what we do is it's 2,000 questions. You sit at a computer and it's prompting you with 2,000 questions to get really clear about how exactly you want your life. But if you don't decide, somebody else decides. You don't plant flowers in the garden of your mind, somebody else, you're pulling weeds out all the time. And if you don't fill your day with things that inspire you, it's going to fill up with things you don't. So in this program, I help people by asking questions, what specifically is it you want to accomplish? When, where, how, why? And just get really tight with it. And you chunk the actions, the strategy actions, down in such small bites that they're within the time horizon of your normal spontaneity. And then you take actions on it. Because to say, well, how am I going to do that? It's so overwhelming or whatever some of these goals people have. Well, if they exaggerate it, they don't have a strategy, they're not going to do anything. But if they see it and they work away a strategy on how to do it and they give themselves permission to come up with alternative strategies every day as it goes along so they're not rigidly and stuck in it, amazing doors open. But I always say, ask yourself, what are the seven highest priority action steps I can do today that are doable today, that I get completed today, that allows me to move one step closer to my big dream? If you do those every single day, those seven action steps, and making sure that they're doable that day, you cannot not get your dream. And, and that, that little nugget of information there could be a total reflection of everything you're listening to and, and reading right now. If you just, seven, you just write down those seven priorities each day and you start today, don't wait for tomorrow or don't make a big list, just do it now. Do it as soon as you finish listening to this and start off there. And then really start to take ownership for what is going to get me one step closer to my goal and what can I do today. And it might even be that you decide just to be a positive person. That's one of those things. And, you know, it could be as simple as, as the way you approach your day. Well, <clears throat> I always say that no matter what you've done or not done, you're worthy of love. And if you set up a fantasy about who you're supposed to be, you're going to end up beating yourself up. And the beating of yourself up is actually trying to refine your goal from fantasy into something true. And once you set true goals, you don't build yourself or beat yourself up because you're on a mission bigger than yourself to even be concerned about yourself. You're focused on your mission. When you're focused on a mission greater than yourself, yourself becomes great. And that's the key. And something that you can't wait to get up in the morning and do. I've been doing what I do for 41 years now. And uh, next week is 41, actually. And um, I can't think of anything else I'd rather be doing. This is what I love doing. So I, I, 
I research, write, travel, teach. Yeah, that's exciting. And and it, it's not really about you. It's about others. It's always about. It's just that's what that's what's so fantastic. Because you take the onus off always trying to talk about yourself, but put on how you can help other people. All of a sudden, your attitude shifts, your actions shift, and it just comes back tenfold. So. Well, Arthur Schopenhauer, the German philosopher, said that we become our true self to the degree that we make everyone else ourselves. So that means whatever we see in others, if we're too proud or too humble to admit what we see in them is inside us, we're disowning parts and denying parts of ourselves, both hero and villain. And as long as we deny any part, we play smaller than what we're capable of when we own all the parts. And so everybody out there is a part of us, and if we make a difference in their lives, we get to make a difference in our own. So once we step out of our own mortal shell here and look onto a bigger cause, all these people here are cells within our bigger body. As they described in theology, there's a world soul that is encompassing all the individual souls. When we basically embrace all of that inside ourselves, it's impossible not to make a legacy on planet Earth. Absolutely, and that's the thing. If you're watching the news, and recently while recording this, the Philippines have had a horrible disaster. I mean, everywhere you look, you look there's somewhere you could help. But if you're overwhelmed by that, why not start in your own backyard? Why not start in your own family with your own friends? Um, and start closer to home. You, if something is too far away or you feel that one common act can't make a difference, then see how much ripple effect you can make by just starting right from within yourself because it's incredibly empowering. When I was 17 years old and I met Paul Bragg, the teacher that kind of inspired me to what I do, um, I was 18 shortly after that that I met my first student. And it was a 375-pound Afro-American woman that wanted me to teach her yoga. <laughs> and right after that, I had me a Persian man that wanted me to teach her meditation. And right after that, I had a little German guy that asked me to teach him some mathematics that I was learning. And slowly but surely, a little a group was gathered around me to ask questions. And then when I went to the University of Houston, they started gathering around under the trees while I was sitting there doing uh, a little class on philosophy. So we have 100, 150 students around every day. And then it started growing around the city. So it started out one person. My, my mission of teaching started with one person. Now I've been blessed to reach over a billion people. So in the process of doing that, um, if you just stay with something long enough, eventually everybody else will die out. You'll be at the top. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and look, we know just start with one person. Start by giving back. Start by stop analyzing what everybody else is doing and think what I can do now. And if you get stuck on trying to find, you know, who is your authentic self or you look at others that seem to be so passionate about their, what, what they're doing, don't feel misguided or lost. You know, take some time out to actually start listening to your intuition because nine times out of ten, the answer is right there. You just need to get rid of the clutter, uh, calibrate a little bit, turn off all the outside noise and believe in yourself again. And, you know, I love the master plan is a fantastic tool. And where can people, if they, you know, get inspired by this and they want to immediately take action, where can we hook them up with the Demartini Institute? What's the best way to send them to to look at the different options? But probably the quickest way is just to go to drdmartini.com, Dr. Dmartini, D-E-M-A-R-T-I-N-I.com, drdmartini.com. On my website, um, there is a vast amount of information on there, free for you. Um, there's media, radio shows, television shows, uh, uh, newspaper articles, magazines, articles, thousands of them. There's um, educational, inspirational information. There's YouTube. There's all kind of stuff. Exactly. There's anything, but I'm dedicated to helping people fulfill their mission to help them expand their awareness of potential and do something extraordinary on planet Earth. So on the website, you'll see it. You'll see it's an information website. And um, so there, and there's all kind of products and stuff on there also yeah. for people that they want products and stuff, tapes and things, CDs. But um, 
That's probably the best place. If you type in my name, you'll probably find it. Yeah, and and you know, just don't be overwhelmed by the information that's out there and start. If, if I could only share, and I'm sure Dr. Martini himself could only give you an ounce of the energy and conviction and love of what we do, and I'm a tiny little drop in the pond that, that, that Dr. John Martini has been able to create for himself, but it doesn't matter because if we can share an ounce of that energy and that fire and the ability just to feel really excited about life, even that doesn't denounce there's going to be challenges and, and things to overcome, but that's also what makes the journey really beautiful. So you might think that you're looking at all these goals, but you're actually right in the middle of living your life right now. And, um, you know, it's been such a pleasure having this moment one-to-one with you um, and to talk clarity, authenticity, leadership, and also living your higher self. So is there anything else you probably want to leave on a part and comment just to, um, or a piece of advice you'd like to leave behind or? Um, the most magnificent being you'll ever be is you. So you don't need to try to compare yourself to somebody. All you have to do is compare your daily actions to your own dreams. And you want to give yourself permission to do what's deep inside. Uh, at the end of your life, you're going to be asking a simple question. Did I do everything I could with everything I was given? You want to be able to say, I did. I absolutely went for it. So even if you have to chunk things down to small bites so you can take little action steps to make, to make big dreams, just know piggy banks become piggy banks, and little actions make big dreams. And if you do something every single day towards your dream, it's not going to stop you. You're going to get your dream. So just give yourself permission to do something extraordinary on planet Earth because you deserve to. No matter what you've done or not done, you're worthy of love. You are magnificent. Just know that. It's true. Don't let anybody in the world stop you from acknowledging how magnificent you are. And uh, go for it. And I look forward to breaking bread with you or running into you or whatever and sharing, sharing uh, possibly even on the stage together somewhere because you've got such an inspiration you want to change the world with. Thank you so much. I hope that inspired you, and I can't wait to connect. All the links will be at the end of this uh, video as well as the podcast and on my blog and the articles. You can always contact me um, on vitalitycoach.com.au or at nikki at lifesagym.com. If you've got questions, you can't navigate your way through on the drdmartini.com site. Please let me know, and I'll help you find all that you need to or point you in the right direction. We hope we've inspired you, engaged you, and given you a call to action. Thank you for joining us, and I look forward to following up with more information. Thank you, John. Thank you. Appreciate it. tuning in for episode 26 with a really special interview with Dr. John Martini. As mentioned, the transcribe of this podcast is available on the show notes on the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 26. You can download those for free. I hope that this episode has inspired and empowered you to think differently about how you can create the life you want and that every day counts. For free tips, tools, advice, and motivation on fitness, food, mindset, and conscious living, it's all available on my blog, thevitalitycoach.com.au. I welcome you to hop online, peruse, browse, download what you want, and get connected. Don't forget, you have an opportunity every day to be your personal best. Make it count. Until next time for episode 27, I hope you have a fantastic week, and I'm wishing you health and happiness. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.